millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So many crazy stories, so little time. In this podcast, we'll do the work. We'll find the craziest, best stories out there and bring them to you every week. Hopefully, this will help you get through the craziness that is going on in the world. And of course, there will be booze. Welcome to Booze and Bullshit. Damn it. I love it. It's on your laptop, though. The, oh, dear God. Can we say God in a Satanism episode? We are now. (laughs) Good afternoon. Hello, Clarice. JK, you've already established that that's not the line. Yeah, good point. I did good. It goes it. It goes well. How about you? It goes. How How are you enjoying spooky season? I love spooky season. I do too. I less love this migraine than I'm recovering from. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck migraines. Super fuck migraines. Mm-hmm. I'm Allie. I'm Celeste. Welcome to Taboos, guys. Hi, thank you for having me. I mean, what? I don't know. Okay, we're a podcast that discusses taboo culture. It's true, we do. And we are in our third episode. Yes, this is our third episode of Spooky Season. Oh god, math is hard. And the month is flying by. Agreed. You want to cover Spooky Season? Sure. (laughs) Spooky Season is we are talking about taboo culture that is a little extra occult. It's like, you guys, spooky, not that hard. We are covering shit that is not only taboo but is also a little extra scary yeah or at least seen that way by society correct to fit like the halloween spooky season narrative halloween is my favorite holiday is it your favorite holiday yes excellent so that's really where we're coming from in saying we're doing a little special dommage to thank you fancy thank you to halloween and making this whole month spooktacular oh dear god Ooh. i cannot sometimes you love my dad jokes don't even don't even also today (laughs) let's talk about what we're drinking oh yeah yeah so today we have uh stella artois cider cidre european style cider would you say that's cidre yeah i would i would too they're literally the best cider beer that i've ever had like they're so crisp and clean and still have like a bite to it though like it's not quite a red's apple but it's not quite an angry orchard either yeah it's just it's so smooth have you always been wearing shorts or did you change i changed it was really 
really hot in here. I just noticed. And I spilled on myself. It is really fucking hot in here. Mm -hmm. And we can't turn on the air conditioning because it's so loud and you guys would be able to hear it. We suffer for you guys. We do. It's true. That's the sacrifices we make. So today we are covering a topic that you actually brought up and I was super geeked when you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. It is Satanism. Woohoo! Satanism! We're actually rocking double horns and you can't see. It's true. We've just been waiting for this moment to just turn you all jk lol oh i meant like rock double horns which by the way that hand gesture was to ward off evil oh that's really interesting yeah rock on indeed can i tell you that my favorite just as you said that and you were doing it and this might get cut out because it's totally irrelevant but my favorite version of the rock on fingers is in trolls world tour when ozzy osbourne as a troll is like trying really hard to get his fingers to do the little rock on symbol and they can't so then one of like his little band people comes up and like flips his two fingers up and it's so funny (laughs) he's got like the little he's got like the little biker gloves on because he's in a wheelchair but like he doesn't it's an automatic wheelchair so it's like extra funny that he's wearing these like biker gloves Uh such a cute movie i've never seen this we're talking about trolls and satanism at the same time that's really how hardcore we are yeah this works (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of mispronunciation here we go mispronounce what just so you know this is setting the tone for the rest of the episode hard words guys mispronunciation i'm not great at them and she is on her first beer Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's say that i'm just gonna use the migraine as an excuse carry forth all right so this is gonna get broken down later on uh but this was a lot more extensive than i ever realized it was gonna be and i already knew some foundations of satanism so buckle in i'm buckled baby we have a special guest here today tiny's kitten static is here recording with us today so there might be some noises that are uneditable we'll do our best but uh apologize in advance if at some point some shit happens to us because he's the naughtiest little precious angel ever he is his little belly his His little little muse his little fat face and his Please do self. not chew on that cord. Hey, hey, static. So to dive into it, Satan first became a figure or was first seen as a figure in Zoroastrianism. Love I that word. probably butchered that word. I think you did great. It's an ancient Persian religion and also in the Jewish Kabbalism. So I thought it was interesting that most people attribute Satan to Christianity. Yeah, and it's older than some versions. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. It's older than some versions of that religion, but he became more of a central figure in Abrahamic religion. Do you think we could just say it's safe to guess that Satan and Satanism is not older than porn? Part of me just feels like (laughs) porn is the dawn of time. Like there was dinosaurs and then there was porn. That's what I'm going to go with. All right. Well, that works for me. (laughs) That's my timeline now. So in the Bible, Satan starts out as a defiant angel whose story begins in the book of Numbers. And then essentially he goes through his Pokemon evolutions to his final form of ultimate evil in the book of Revelations. Gotta catch them all. Yep. I feel like he'd be on Team Rocket. Or yeah. he'd, he'd be like a shadow Pokemon for sure. Yeah. Or Gary. Yeah. That asshole. Gary is like your ultimate asshole. Opposition. Yeah. I don't remember which Pokemon version. Out of all the names, though, they just named him Gary. Gary. So in the 17th century, romantics recast him as admirable and a charismatic rebel, basically as an anti-hero defying God's authoritarianism. Okay. Most specifically, John Milton's epic poem Paradise Lost is the pivotal text for establishing this interpretation. Uh-huh. Also, just to cite my sources, because I am not Celeste and I don't list my sources for every <laughs> quote, I got all of this from history.com, 
the Guardian, some have read it, the Satanic Temple, the Independent, and the Church of Satan. Wow, you really you really went all out. Get it, girl. It was a rabbit hole. So what Allie is telling you right now is we're sparing you from going to the rabbit hole yourself. Or go there if you're more interested. Or, or do it. We're not saying you should. We are open to all the things. We're just saying this way, maybe we spared you seven hours of research. Prior to the 20th century, Satanism didn't really exist as an organized religion, but was commonly claimed by Christian churches as being real. These claims surfaced particularly when persecuting other religious groups, such as during the Inquisition, various witch hysterias, mm. stay tuned possibly, in okay. Europe and colonial America. Okay, so really, are you saying that Christianity basically gave birth to the concept of Satanism as like a competitor? Yeah, yep. Oh, that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay, carry on. And yet so not shocking. No, not shocking <laughs> at all. And yet like so fucked up, so fucked up that we don't have a natural predator so we're gonna give you one so that you're scared Mm -hmm. that's fucked up the hysteria rose to witch hunt levels in the 1980s and 90s in what became as known as the satanic panic satanic panic sounds like a band name oh i'm sure it is do you want to go to their show yeah why not let's do it this was doubtlessly inflamed by imagery of horror movies such as like the exorcist rosemary's baby Mm -hmm. um i can't think of any other ones but rosemary's baby really comes to mind for me that one stands out for me also but also the exorcism of emily rose stands out to me that the exorcist that wasn't out in the 1980s and 90s though okay listen my my reference point on scary fucking movies is incredibly narrow the fact that i just gave you a real title of a real scary movie can you just fucking be proud of me for that can you not criticize my time frame on that we are now going to insert like 2010 <laughs> movies into into the 1980s and 90s done done it is now a word celeste said so christian groups began finding evidence quote unquote of satanism everywhere for instance subliminal messages and rock records have you ever heard of like subliminal messages or backmasking i have heard of this i am familiar with the concept in a psychological concept because that's subliminal messaging is literally why marketing is successful mm-hmm. but i do know what you're talking about as far as pop culture references to satanic subliminal messaging yeah i I'm not, I I don't have any specific examples that I'm aware of, but I do know this is a thing. So the most popular one or the most well-known one is probably Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. Yes. Certain words, when said together, do say certain things backwards unintentionally. Yeah, or even if it just sounds really closely, the syntax is pretty close. Like, you could make that argument. Yeah, so that was kind of the rise of it. Another addition of the satanic panic was that there were insinuations that There was a group of people molesting children and sacrificing them as forms of... Like sacrificial... Yeah, like to honor Satan. Satan. And there was an actual trial or some sort of investigation about it. I didn't dive too much into it because this was already 70,000 pages long. Yeah. But essentially, there was no bias there. And, and ironically, it was the Catholic Church priests that were molesting children. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. More recently, though, 2,000 people signed an online petition condemning the Amazon adaption of the book by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman called Good Omens as stating that it's another step to make Satanism appear normal. I mean, is there... Maybe we'll get to this in your research, but I mean, from what you found, is there any reason that Satanism shouldn't be normal? No. Okay. But I guess it's their interpretation of what Satanism is. That's fair, but that you could say that about Buddhism and Hinduism and Muslim 
practices and about pretty much any religion. Mm -hmm. So let's just really, before we move forward, everybody, let's get on that page of this is just a religion. This is somebody else's religion. And it isn't the stereotype of what we think it is. Yeah, exactly. And we may rag on religion, specifically on Christianity, sometimes in our podcast. However, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) It's not the comfort that people find in that religion. Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The reason that I personally, I don't want to speak for you on this, but the reason that I personally rag on religion, specifically Christianity, from my perspective, is my experience with it. It isn't this comforting, amazing, powerful thing in my experience. Mine is just, I don't agree with the persecution of anyone based on religion. That's part of mine also. I think I was raised non-religious intentionally because my mom was raised in a very religious household and in the sense of like a brainwashing very religious household and my mom never forced that on me. My mom's position was always if you would like to identify as a religion you can choose that and that's just kind of where I stand. So then being raised that way and then having other members of my family be extremely religious it was super easy for me to identify like there's some brainwashing happening here and that was my experience with religion and that's why I'm not a fan. Yeah. It isn't, just to reiterate, it isn't the core of the belief. It isn't what the belief makes people feel or the hope or any of that. It it has nothing to do with that. It is my experience with certain types of people who claim religion and are still really bad fucking people. Maybe you'll find here that you align more with Satanism. Tell me more. So legendary occultist Aleister Crowley views Satan symbolically. He had, or he had created a poem in 1913 called A Hymn to Lucifer that celebrated the devil as the provider of soul and rebellion to the universe. I love that his name is Crowley because... Yeah, that's why his name is Crowley. Oh, I love that. Okay, for anybody who doesn't know the mental telepathy that we just had, Crowley is the king of the underworld in Supernatural, which is, oh, Supernatural is one of my favorite shows. Dean Winchester, man of my dreams. So Crowley's ideas were pretty influential in Satanism. There's a lot involved in Satanism as far as different branches. Okay. I cannot cover them all and do them any sort of justice without this being a six hour long episode, possibly more. So So what Allie is saying, you guys, is right now you're getting the kindergarten color by number version of Satanism. Yep. Cliff notes. If you'd like us to do more on this episode later, we would be happy to. You just have to tell us that. But here's the kindergarten version of it. So I broke it out into two main types. There are theistic Satanists. They believe that Satan is a group of supra-personal dark forces capable of having some control or influence over human beings. To me, and I could be completely wrong here, but let's say what most people in the world view as the forces of evil. Sure. And I'm using evil because it's a relatable idea. Yeah, that's, I mean, people can align to that concept when you say that. Yeah, and I would say that this group potentially views those forces as being real. Okay, so just for a second, again, because I'm digesting at a kindergarten level also and now I'm in the thought of supernatural would you say those are like presence you're describing is more of like an average demon presence according to the show according to supernatural which is not related to satanism but 
again, I'm in that mind space. Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, don't quote me. I have no idea. I won't quote you. I'll just play back the episode. (laughs) There we go. Uh, A prime example of it is the Order of Nine Angels, which is an occult group in the UK. Their members strive to become one with Satan and other dark forces and create more highly evolved individuals. Oh. But even within occultism, theistic Satanists are extremely rare, and it's predicted that their numbers are in the low thousands. Oh, okay. All right. The other side of it is the atheistic Satanism, which doesn't acknowledge the existence of God or Satan. That sounds like you. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't acknowledge the existence of any supernatural beings, so... Sure. Carry forth. All right. (laughs) The way that they view Satan is as a symbolic adversary of religion and traditional morality. Okay. They invoke Satan not as a supernatural being, but as a symbol of man's self-gratifying ego, which is what they really worship as a quote from Time Magazine in 1972. Hmm. Yeah. Um, One of the ways the Church of Satan explains this is by saying, we see the universe as being indifferent to us, and so all morals and values are subjective human constructs. Our position is to be self-centered with ourselves being the most important person or the god of their universe. So we worship ourselves. And yet, I don't know if I can personally align with that, but I can see it. I can see that concept being real for humans. Like Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an egocentric Yeah, exactly. From my researching, I kind of narrowed down the two main branches today of Satanism or the two, let's say, organizations. Okay. There is the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple. Okay. So there's a few main differences and I'm just going to read right off this infograph on the Satanic Temple's website. But just to clarify, this is probably bias. Okay. Because from what I can tell, neither really like each other. (laughs) So, okay, here we go. Ready. Founding dates of the Church of Satan versus the Satanic Temple. The Church of Satan was founded in 1966, Satanic Temple in 2013. The Satanic Temple is officially recognized as tax-exempt by the IRS. They are a church. Okay. The Church of Satan is not. They are not uh, recognized as a quote-unquote official religion. Okay. That's weird that they're practicing the same religion, just different ways. Like, I think about the difference between being Catholic and being Christian, which are the same religion, just different perspectives of it. And this is the same thing, and yet they're not both viewed as religion. That's very weird. That's that's a good way of looking at it. They are essentially kind of like two branches. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think the Church of Satan has perhaps not pursued that official designation. Oh, okay. They are both taken seriously by credible religious scholars as a manifestation of modern Satanism. Neither believe in actual Satan. The Church of Satan does believe in magic. The Satanic Temple does not. Um, They both have different foundational texts, which I'll get into later. They both dive a little bit more into political views or agendas. I would say that the Satanic Temple a bit more. Okay. The Satanic Temple fights for secularism, whereas the Church of Satan does not. And then the Satanic Temple has a physical headquarters. The Church of Satan, I couldn't tell whether or not they do, to be honest. I thought I found something that said it was, but maybe it's not official. So The Satanic Temple holds regular meetings and events. Now, one thing, as I stated, is this might be biased. And from what I can tell, the Church of Satan, if they do hold regular meetings and events, it's not necessarily public. Sure. It's not like a congregation in the same way that other religions bring people together. Yeah, the Satanic Temple may more be, but the Church of Satan, not so much. Okay. Uh, They both accept donations. That's really interesting that the Church of, say, the one that is not the identified church. 
Church of Satan, yeah. Okay, so the Church of Satan can take donations because they would not be considered a nonprofit organization. Yeah. I don't know. So how that's that really works. In, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. The Church of Satan does have a membership fee. The Satanic Temple does not. Uh, the Satanic Temple does have the Bahamut monument that they either put up and is now down, or tried to put up, or something of that nature. Um, that pretty much covers some of the differences. Okay. Once again, that probably is a little biased based on the source, so Fair. keep that in mind. Fair. So some other differences that I found to just kind of narrow it down a little bit was that the Church of Satan fundamentally espouses the egoist philosophy, whereas the, the Satanic Temple espouses a fundamentally humanist or altruistic philosophy. Okay. And that'll make more sense a little bit later on, but obviously having those very different philosophies puts them at odds with one another. With one another, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Church of Satan focuses mainly around Levian Satanism, which is the founder. We'll get into that. Like Levian is a person? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why, but you said Levian and my brain went to Leviathan and I was like, just then imagining a Leviathan. Just focused on that supernatural. It's Levian, like L-A, and then capital V-E-Y-A-N. It's okay. last name. Last name. Got it. Yeah. It's essentially about living the best life that you want to live and bending the world around you to your own will to achieve that goal. You are your own God. That's like ultimate hype girl status. Yep. I don't hate that philosophy. I mean, I'm not a god. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but like I have referenced myself as a goddess before, like mm-hmm. and you and I mean, I have referenced other people as gods or goddesses before. So maybe that's not a terrible thing. Maybe that's not a terrible thing. The Satanic Temple by comparison is a lot more politically active and they definitely take a more community-based stance on some things. Mm-hmm. For instance, what their activism is involved. I would say that the Church of Satan would say that's about those people not about myself therefore it's not as important to me oh okay do you have an example of the political activism yeah yeah we'll dig into that okay okay so for the first side to focus on it will be the church of satan the church of satan wasn't officially formed until the 1960s by anton levey somewhere between 1957 and 1960 levey who was a former carnival worker and musician held night classes in the occult and regular attendees eventually formed the church of satan Oh, so they literally were just like, let's start a club. Let's start a club. And then they were like, here's our church now. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. The sessions were mostly discussion based, but on April 30th, 1966, the group formalized as the Church of Satan and the meetings became more ritual based, incorporating theatrics, costuming, and music. LaVey actually became known as the Black Pope. Yeah, I thought this was super interesting and how appropriate for our last topic. The church's early recruiting efforts included a night show called the Topless Witches Review Nightclub <laughs> featuring Susan Atkins, who would later join the Manson family. Oh, Susie. She's back in our episodes. So the Church of Satan, their, one of their main foundational beliefs is the Satanic Bible, which was written by LeVay. I wonder if I'm saying his name wrong. I didn't even think to look it up because it seems like it would be said as it's spelled. I so, feel like that's pretty phonetically legit. If I'm wrong, my apologies. He published his Satanic Bible in 1969. Hey, hey. I mean, are we back to the position where we can be excited about 1969? I think so. Okay. Hi, welcome back to 1969. I love that all these thematic ideas happen in that year too there's I mean, some power in that number 1969 was a fucking trippy year let's just i mean maybe that was like nothing can beat 2020 <laughs> 
So the Bible consists of his own personal mix of black magic and occult concepts along with secular philosophy and rationalism. There is obviously anti-Christian ridicule into essays stressing human anatomy. Anatomy? Autonomy. Autonomy. Thank you. That. Human autonomy. Human autonomy and self-determination in the face of an indifferent universe. So there is no God out there to care or who cares. Be your own. So when you were struggling with the word autonomy, the first place that my brain went was if someone wanted to get an abortion, the whole premise of you can't get an abortion because that's an abomination against God in SA, it would be... It's fine. It's totally fine because it's your body. It's your choice. From my interpretation of it, yes. I think all people should have autonomy over their body. I concur. And pockets. I concur. Women should have more pockets. Yes. Fucking pants need more pockets. All right. The Satanic Bible gave the church a national reputation and served as a strong vehicle for its significant growth. One of his main inspirations for it was the author Anne Rand. Atlas Shrugged. He shrugged? No, Anne Rand wrote Atlas Shrugged. Okay. Which was essentially a story that's very much focused around the egocentric philosophy. Oh, okay. There's a lot more to that book, but that was one of the... What I think is really interesting here is that as we continue to talk about egocentricism, that is such a prevalent emotional and mental process that children have to go through. Like every every child. Mm-hmm. You as a child, me as a child, our parents as children. Children go through an egocentric phase where they literally don't understand that things happen outside of them. Yeah. What's very interesting to me about this is we encourage children as a society to grow beyond that and recognize like shit happens outside of you all the time. But this religion is saying don't. Yeah. Like look out for number one and number one only, which is still you. Mm -hmm. I don't hate that idea. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I mean, I think we need to take into account society as well, but I think there's there's no harm in also knowing when to put yourself first. Well, exactly. And I think that's where I'm coming from in, in the fact that I don't hate it compared to other formal religions where you're putting someone else above you at all times. Mm -hmm. The relationship, but the relationship with you and a God is God and then you, and then maybe your significant other and your children. But God is still above all. Yeah. I have a personal issue with that because what if a decision that I need to make, okay, for example, Andrew is gay, right? Mm -hmm. And he had a really hard time, which he attested to. He had a really hard time with what he knew was true about himself and what God would think about him. But if if Andrew applied this philosophy, what he thinks about himself is more important yeah, I agree. than what God thinks about you. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece that I like. That That is the piece that I appreciate about this religion. I agree. In the Satanic Bible, there are nine Satanic statements made in the introductory chapters. Kind of like the nine commandments. Ten commandments? There's ten. How many? Twelve? Hang on. All? Ten, ten commandments. Why? <laughs> The commandments. The 12 commandments. The 12 days of Christmas? Yeah, also that. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, we're doing so good here. The satanic statements are as follows. Ready. Seen represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Love, love that idea. Abstinence. Hmm. I like indulgence. So do I. Seen represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Uh... 
I could see that one. I like it less than indulgence, but I could see that. Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. I love undeniable wisdom and hate hypocrisy, so there's another check for me. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. I fucking love that philosophy. Yeah, that is 100%. That's a hard check mm-hmm. for me. That needs to be on a t-shirt. Yep. Don't love ingrates. Fucking hate ingrates. Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. I found it interesting that that's pretty much like a direct fuck you to the Bible. That is a direct fuck you to the Bible. I don't necessarily align with that one. I have an issue with that one. I do because of some personal things that we've experienced. I have issues with vigil antiism. I would agree with that, except for Batman. I was just thinking, but I love Batman and I don't understand why he gets a pass. Is it just because he's fake? I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, the reason that I love Batman is because he has the best villains. And I think that a hero is only as good as their villains. That is very true. So Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. As soon as I said that, I was like, <laughs> she's either going to love it or have a really weird reaction to I that. I do so. love it. I, that one gets a check just because it's amazing. I just got this image in my head of somebody being a psychic vampire and like staring at someone from a corner. I'm going to suck your blood. I understand the other indications what they are but i just got this like very south park image in my head (laughs) satan represents man as just another animal who because of his divine spiritual and intellectual development has become the most vicious animal of all that's legit Mm -hmm. that's legit humans are the worst predator there is in the entire fucking cosmos yeah like that we're aware of at least so like i just that one's a hard check too yep satan represents all of these so-called sins as they all lead to physical mental or emotional gratification i tried to figure out like the seven original sins well i tried to figure out if that meant that they condone all the sins and from what i can tell that's that's a no they still have lines right But they're saying that if it makes you feel good and doesn't harm others. Which is, if you go back to our first episode of this podcast, I'm pretty sure that was a direct quote that we said previous to knowing anything about Satanism. So if, let's just for a second, let's just go down that, let's just go down that path, Mm -hmm. right? If it is true that Satanism aligns with the seven original sins, which I don't, I don't know any of them except lust and gluttony, because those are probably the two I'm the most guilty of. Greed, pride, wrath. You're doing much better than I am. God damn it, I'm feeling I'm feeling my anime fan. And yet all I can right see now. is Samuel L. Jackson in my head, like from the seven movie. Yeah. I immediately went to Film Metal Alchemist. Oh. Also, what's in the box? Anyways. So, okay, let's just say Oh, lust. L- lust and gluttony. <laughs> Let I Allie, I said those. You don't get credit for my two that I said. <laughs> Sorry. If being lustful and being gluttonous make me happy, their position is then I can be lustful and gluttonous. Like, I don't have to be ashamed that I just want to nom nom on the Reese's. From my interpretation, that is accurate. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of a a higher power that doesn't judge me and my nom noms. This is my favorite out of all of them. (laughs) Okay, I'm so excited. Satan has been the best friend the Christian church has ever had as he has kept it in business all these years. Shots fired. Oh, so many shots fired. Absolute shots fired. Like, they're going to need an ambulance for that burn. Agreed. It's a hellfire level Ooh. burn. <laughs> it's not even third degree. It's ninth degree. Like, get it? Like, the nine circles of hell? So within the Church of Satan, this is what I found on their website as far as their satanic theory slash practice quote 
Satanism demands study, not worship. Here you will find the basics of Satanism, policy statements, and essays by the hierarchy clarifying Satanism and questioning behaviors. The essays, interviews, and statements should provoke thought. They should give you a complete understanding of Satanism while inspiring critical insight required for self-actualization. So it's truly, it is a search for this quote-unquote higher power, but within yourself. Yeah. It's a search for God within yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. I actually think that's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay, say more things. One of the other things I copied aside from the rules that we went over from the Satanic Bible, these are the 11 Satanic rules of the earth that they ascribe by. Do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. I love that. Yep, worldwide rule. I think that's a great worldwide rule. Mm -hmm. Do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Uh Uh-huh. I just feel like we could add most of these to a shirt. When in another is a lair, which can we now refer to our homes as lairs, show him respect or else do not go there. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you for showing me respect in my lair. Not a problem. I try whenever I go to anybody's lair to show respect. I really like your lair. I really like your lair. Boo. Are we... (laughs) Are we pronouncing this word right? Because or is this our accent? Because I'm hearing layer, it's layer. The word it's layer. Yeah, but I can't say that. I can't say it without thinking about it. The yep. word is layer. So it's here, layer. Here I go, saying it. Here I go, saying it wrong again. If a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. <laughs> yes. Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Uh, can we now refer to it as the mating signal? I want to see... Oh, your best mating signal? I want to see your best mating signals. Yep. But no dick pics. That there is not go. a mating signal. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. That's generous. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. I believe in magic. I do not. Do you believe in magic, magic? I'm pretty sure that's how that song goes. Okay, I'm lost, but that's not uncommon. (laughs) Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. Oh, I need to take a page out of that book. I concur. Okay, next. (laughs) Do not harm little children. Obviously. Yeah. Like, who fucking does that shit? Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food fair so does that mean that most satanists are vegetarian or maybe pescatarian it says on or for your food unless you are attacked or for your food maybe i was just excited about saying pescatarian again maybe it is my favorite word and finally when walking in open territory bother no one if someone bothers you ask him to stop if he does not stop destroy him i might i might deeply align with satanism i agree with (laughs) most of these destroy him oh funny not funny like really though seriously as i think about those live by rules those are really great rules Mm -hmm. like those are really beautiful if we were talking about anything other than a religion that started with the word satan those would be really beautiful like commandments could you imagine taking and posting that somewhere as rules to live by and leaving out that it's related to satanism and then just like recording people's reactions yeah or you know what i think of like one of those house rule canvases yeah, that uh-huh. like are at hobby lobby where like in this house we say please and thank you when mm-hmm. we wash our hands and i have one in one of my bathrooms but like a, a family rules chart yeah. like that except those commandments and honestly that would sell mm-hmm. it would without people having any understanding that those are like the commandments of satanism 
Could you imagine if somebody did have that in your in their home and you walked out and you were like, oh, are you a Satanist? I mean, but like, now that I know, I, I think that would be kind of exciting. Could you imagine it, though, if they didn't realize it and you recognized it for what it was and they were like, no, and you're like, but you have, you have this on. satanic commandments uh-huh. right here. I wonder if that would open them up to being more willing to accept Satanism. It would depend on the person. If this person was of a religious faith outside of Satanism, I would say no, and they would likely burn it. But they agree enough with it to have this Listen, Hobby Lobby sign. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that their approach with what they did with their Hobby Lobby sign after they found out what it was is correct. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, how many people do you know who would be like, oh no, I can't support that, mm-hmm. even though what the concept is, is accurate and what you align with, like it's just the philosophy behind it. Yeah. Like a counter protest. Mm-hmm. So that covers my very minimal research on the Church of Satan. Now on to the Satanic Temple. The Satanic Temple's mission statement is as follows. The mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense, oppose injustice, and undertake noble pursuits. Hello. I love this slogan. That slogan. Mission statement. I just love it. Let us run for president with that mission statement. I don't, like, why is that not, why is that not how we treat people? But one thing I find very interesting within this ties back to that earlier note where the Church of Satan, all of that was very ego-centric focused. Yeah, that's And this true. mission statement is very much about others. Yeah, your, your impact on others as well. How fascinating that, like, they're saying the same thing, but from two totally, like, seriously my little my little empath brain right now is literally picturing these two people like like almost like twins right like identical twins back to back facing in opposite directions Mm -hmm. but standing for the same thing yeah that's fascinating so the founder of the church of Satan was lucian greaves Uh, i should say he's their spokesperson and de facto leader isn't lucian also a name in supernatural i mean it's in harry potter oh no it's lucius 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 malfoy yeah i know lucian from somewhere i mean it's in probably millions of literary texts you're in millions of literary texts sure carry on so this is a quote from him it became very apparent that there was a real need for what we were doing more and more they try to whittle away the rights of others and define us as a christian nation to the extent that religious liberty applies to them alone that's just a scary circumstance for us to be in that is such a fantastic quote and Oh, I I just got chills because as you said that, all I could think about was the Pledge of Allegiance saying one nation under God. And although I respect the premise of the Pledge of Allegiance, I don't know if I agree with the one nation under God because what if we don't all believe in God? But that is exactly what this statement is saying is if you don't believe in God, you are not formitted the luxury of freedom that is granted within this country. Hey, thank you for that segue. You are so welcome. He goes on to say, a side note, Lucian is a Harvard educated. Not to say that non-Harvard educated people are not well-spoken, but he's very well-spoken. Cheers to being articulate, Lucian. I am not. This is why, this is why I'm just reading his words. <laughs> he goes on to point out within this article that I was reading that I'm so sorry I did not write down the direct article. 
But Everyone's going to be really mad. I'm, I'm really sure. mad. There is no mention of God in the U.S. Constitution, but there is a First Amendment protecting freedom of expression and religion. The words under God were added to the U.S. Pledge of Allegiance in 1954 and in God We Trust first printed on U.S. currency in 1956. So as to differentiate the U.S. from the godless communists, up until that point it had been e pluribus unum from many one which was a much better motto. I would agree a much better motto and also so much less. The separation of church and state is so much easier considering if you, if you take out Christianity or Catholicism and you plug in this, right? Like sometimes I do this. Sometimes I literally take other religions and plug them in into American culture and, mm-hmm. and government and history and whatever, just to kind of like play out how it would be different. Yeah. So if you took one of many instead of one nation under God, mm-hmm. that changes the entire connotation of the Pledge of Allegiance. Yep. Truly identifying I am one person in a country of many. I am one piece of the whole, meaning we are all important. Mm -hmm. However, in the traditional Pledge of Allegiance, like I said before, one nation under God, if you don't identify with a God or with God, it's not even a God, it's God. Yep. They're forcing religion on you, mm-hmm. which is totally defeats the purpose of the separation of church and state. Yeah. And it's actually just another level of hypocrisy within our government. Mm-hmm. I agree with all those things. I'm so glad that Satanism is bringing up this conversation. I love this conversation. Yeah, so do I. I just thought I knew a lot of this before my research. All of this. And I didn't know any of this. And honestly, when we were talking about spooky season, I mean, okay, so you guys, originally we had cults on the list of spooky season topics that we could choose from. And I just randomly was like, why wouldn't we do Satanism? And Allie was like, oh, holy shit. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. duh. So really, like, I can't believe I I didn't know shit about Satanism. And this is fascinating. Like, Mm -hmm. this is genuinely fascinating to me. So thank you for doing this research and sharing it with me. I know you're not done and I'm not stopping you. I just really want you to hear me say how much I appreciate that you did so much research on this topic because I think this is amazing. Thank you for recommending it. So there are seven tenets of the Satanic temples or um, I guess another word for tenets would be like credences. So do you mean rules? Okay. From my understanding, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. Agreed. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Abolish the system that did not arrest the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. Meaning my body, my right, my choice, my body. Stay the fuck out of it. Yep. Love that one. The freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. So truly, everybody has the choice to do what they want to do. You don't have the right to take that from them, which I align with, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think about all the good things that people stand in the way of happening, Mm -hmm. like gay marriage or women having autonomy over their own bodies and stuff like that. But like, what happens if your will is to do something bad to someone else? Mm Because then you would be inadvertently taking away their will in that situation. So how does that work? From my understanding, they don't agree with, this isn't a you can do harm unto others. This is saying it's okay to offend other people. That's on them that they're offended. It's not on you to uh, discredit your beliefs or your statements because somebody else is offended. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Then yeah, fuck yeah. So basically everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, regardless of- Love that. 
how their opinions are based, which honestly, I agree with it. It's something that I struggle with personally because I do try to like enlighten people if I feel that their opinion is wrong and I need to be better at that, but I agree with the sentiment of this. I agree with the sentiment of it as well. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's own belief. Did you write that law for them? Actually, for the purpose of COVID, yes. <laughs> People are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. I love that one. I hardcore love that one. Every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. I think that's so beautiful and I'm really conflicted and I'm really struggling because the perception of Satanism is so dark and terrible and demonic and bloody and bad, right? Like that is that is the perception of that culture that we have been exposed to and yet here you're saying all these like really beautiful enlightening things mm -hmm. and the mental image I have in my head versus the image that you're creating by telling me that this religion practices these things is so conflicting almost as conflicting as where you should put your gatorade i just, I just want to take a drink <laughs> do you need assistance i just need to put this down do you need assistance <laughs> i think that to have that exposed that false narrative exposed is like really i'm shell-shocked right now like i'm not gonna lie about it i'm shell-shocked yeah i will never ascribe to any religious label no way like, like ever i hear you but doing this research has definitely intrigued me to look more into them just mm -hmm. to understand more and just talk to anyone involved in the Church of Satan or the Satanic Temple. I probably align more with the Satanic Temple than I do with the Church of Satan. Mm -hmm. I believe in an egocentric viewpoint to a degree, but I am more prone to caring about my impact on the community as well than, than they seem to be. I could be judging this completely wrong too, but yeah. that's just how I feel. No, I appreciate your feelings on it. From what you're telling me, I equally respect both. I agree with the fact that I'm not like sitting here trying to identify as a specific religion. Like that's not what I'm about. But I would agree with you, like, the way that you've presented both, given the research that you've done, I could foresee either being applicable to me if I were looking for a religion. Yeah. One of the main things from my research, there's a bitter feud between the two. It sounds like that. And one of the things that I read was a Church of Satan member basically saying that the Satanic Temple is just political activism wrapped in... Uh, Satanistic Lens. blanket. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, I also think that's wrong. And if you're not in it, whose right is it to say that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Let people believe what they want to believe as long as it's not harming others. Yeah. There's so many different interpretations of all religions out there that if this is how they choose to label and worship themselves or worship what they believe in yeah then more power to them i agree and i align like truly i align with all of that and i think like not to sound like a broken record you guys but that's our whole premise here mm -hmm. like all of the words ali just said that's our premise is we're literally just here to have these conversations and to learn and to have different perspectives and broaden horizons and we want you to do that with us like yep. we're not here judging anybody 
already or okay we make some shallow comments about other religions just again because we're not good people but I mean seriously other than that like we're not here hating anybody we're not downing on anybody I think this is fascinating Mm -hmm. and if you're uncomfortable with this topic then just wait for next week's episode yeah there we go so here is just kind of a few fun things about the satanic temple I love fun things about satanic temples When the City Council of Phoenix, Arizona began its meetings with the Christian prayer, the Satanic Temple demanded that Satanic prayers should be said as well. Ooh. The council chose then to drop the prayers altogether. (laughs) There shall be no prayers. When the Child Evangelism Fellowship set up the pro-Christian good news clubs in U.S. public schools, the Satanic Temple introduced its own after-school Satan clubs promoting scientific rationalism. I love this. (laughs) I really genuinely... You know what? Billy is also involved in some after-school clubs. I think you said that Satanism is kind of sort of this like anti-hero concept. Yeah, like, Satan Satan in Paradise Lost was depicted as kind of such. But even as you tell me how these religions have stepped in, I still see it as this anti-hero, like in such a good way, like mm-hmm. a little Deadpool. Uh-huh. Like I picture a Deadpool showing up in Phoenix, Arizona being like, oh, okay, you want to have that prayer time? Well, guess what? You're also going to say my prayer time then because that's what's fair. And then Arizona's like, hard pass. We'll skip <laughs> prayer time. Like that is such a bold move to protect our country in that concept of separation of church and state, mm-hmm. which is applicable to schools, to public schools, to colleges, like public colleges, to healthcare. Like the number of times that I have experienced somebody question my religion or or Tiny's religion within a structure that has no right to question our religion is crazy. Yeah, I agree. And we live here. I can't imagine living in other parts of the country or in the world. In the world is less applicable because maybe church and state separation isn't really in other parts of the world but specifically in other parts of our country there are incredibly highly church-driven states where they probably don't get away with that Mm -hmm. so i really appreciate that they stepped in and are like nope you're if you're not saying our prayers too it's not happening yeah and then that just means that we don't have to say those prayers Mm -hmm. the uh final little fun bit is when the oklahoma state capitol permitted the installation of a ten commandments sculpture in its grounds the satanic temple campaigned to erect its own eight foot high statue of bahamut the goat-headed cloven deity Ooh, i have a fun fact about what's bahamut bahamut Bohemet. Yep. Okay. So I have a fun fact about Bohemet. Actually, there was, which this brings a whole new fucking meaning to this and whole new twist to this for me. I, for five seconds, watched the Sabrina show on Netflix and it was actually too scary for me because let's just once again say I'm a giant pussy, but it was too scary for me. But I saw a headline at one point where I think it was the satanic church actually kind of went after Netflix because they used Bohabit without permission mm-hmm. from the church. They used a sculpture, like an actual sculpture of him in this scene without their permission. And they were like demonizing it. Like it was in this demonizing evil presence scene and they were like really offended by it. Like yeah. not only did you take our God and you demonize him and took him out of context you didn't ask us for that like you didn't ask us if you could do that Mm. and that brings like a whole new meaning to me now that i understand what the culture represents because fuck yeah i'd be offended as fuck by that yeah the same way that white people are offended at the concept that jesus was not white yeah carry on a few just kind of final notes on the satanic temple there are different campaigns that they run i can't remember the names of them but two stuck in mind specifically one is i think it's called protect the children okay it's essentially in 
in states where corporal punishment is still used. So like, for instance, using rulers. Oh, okay. And children. Like physical discipline? Yeah. They inject themselves into that conversation. So from what I was reading, if they find out about it, they reach out to the leaders of wherever it's occurring. Yeah. As well as officials that need to be involved. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Just like some badass like child protector religious gang. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was... I wonder if they get jackets. (laughs) Membership worth it for jacket alone. (laughs) The other one was protection of abortion rights. Also love that news. Yeah. It being considered a part of a religious ritual. Therefore, Uh it's protected under the law instead of a medical act. Sure. That is fascinating to me. That is so fascinating to me. And also in that concept, the reason that Christians and Catholics say that you cannot get an abortion is for a religious reason. Mm -hmm. So the satanic perspective on it is quite antithetical to the Christian and Catholic perspective on it. And only one of those perspectives actually has the best interest of the physical human Mm -hmm. in mind. And it's the one that sounds bad. Yeah. That's fascinating. Oh my God, seriously, that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. And then the only other thing I had to say was there is a documentary about the Temple of Satan by, I believe it was Penny Lane, called Hill Satan. Okay. I did not get a chance to watch it, but I intend to if it's on any of the streaming platforms that I own. (laughs) And yeah, that was was it. I feel like Satanism needs like a sunshiny theme song. Satanism. I loved it. (laughs) Exactly what it sounds like. That is what it sounds like. I I loved this. I learned so much here today. Well, what did you learn? Oh, well, I would love to tell you. I learned that of all of the religions that I have ever learned about, I believe that Satanism, and from both perspectives, but each differently, okay, I do want to say that, but high level speaking to Satanism as a religion, if I were to choose a religion based on my core values as a person, Satanism would probably be it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I can't tell you right now because obviously I'm, I'm not trying to pick a religion, but like, I can't tell you which version of it I would choose. But if I had to pick one, that would probably be it. Mm-hmm. Like it really would that or, or Buddhism. But I just think that's fascinating that like, seriously, prior to this conversation, all I had in mind was goat sacrifices and blood and death and scary and hell and like worshiping like worshiping Mm -hmm. right but like in hearing the true interpretation of it it actually just hear me say this it actually makes me more fearful of christian and catholic religions than anything Mm, i get what you're saying because i just so strongly disagree with those principles Mm -hmm. and i also so strongly disagree with the level in which the people who follow those principles and not everybody obviously but i'm just saying like again in my experience the level in which they practice hypocrisy more than anything. I feel that no Satanist would ever walk up to me and be like, you need to fucking believe in Satan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a big part of it. Not necessarily believe in Satan because I don't believe in Satan, but you need to align with our religious beliefs. Or you're wrong. Or you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Or you can't do what you want to do with your body because my religion says you can't. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can do with my body because of your religion? Mm -hmm. Plus, I honestly appreciate that both sides of the religion, or at least both sectors, I guess you could say, of satanism or the main ones i talked about believe in science 
over over some super old book intangible yeah and i know that that's a big deal for you right being the scientific one Mm -hmm. without question but that's a big deal for me too because even though i'm the abstract one who doesn't love history or science i still appreciate validity yeah i still appreciate proven things and even though some of the things that i believe in and i align with can't be proven on paper doesn't mean that i don't believe them but it also doesn't change the fact that I like having it on paper. Mm -hmm. I don't need my belief to only be something that I feel. I do appreciate having it proven. Yeah. So I appreciate that they lead with fact also. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing that I learned. Mm -hmm. The uh, main thing that I learned was how many different divisions of scenism there are. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh my God, no, no pun intended. Oh my Bahamut? Oh my Bahamut. I'm probably saying that wrong too. But anyways, Maybe. that's why when I was researching, I decided I needed to narrow down to what in my mind were the two biggies because yeah. there were just so many. Well, I'm really glad that you chose those two and I really appreciate all the research you did. And maybe maybe if people enjoyed this perception on Satanism, maybe we do some of the other branches later. I don't yeah. know. If you guys would like that, please let us know. If you learned something from this today or if you're like, please never talk about that again, like just just holler at your girls right we're, we're here lie. we're probably not gonna listen if you tell us to never talk about something again kind of the point of this podcast probably not so i was really just saying that out of a politeness don't tell us what we shouldn't talk about but if you want to hear more of it that will take yeah you want to <laughs> tell them how to contact us i would love to you are welcome to reach us at our email which is taboos podcast at gmail.com that's t-a-b-o-o-z-e podcast at gmail.com you can reach us on facebook at taboos and on instagram and twitter at taboos the pod indeed also if you could leave us a review on apple itunes that would be oh i don't even know if it's called itunes anymore you're the apple person what is it apple podcast if you could leave us a review on apple of sort and also any other streaming platform if you don't listen to an apple of sort we love reading them we do love reading them um also if possible if you could rate us there's like some really cool algorithms and shit that we know nothing about but it really helps bring us to more visibility to more people if that algorithm is doing its thing so rating us really helps and we really appreciate that too um also we just you guys keep the comments coming keep the the jokes coming keep the shout outs coming we really appreciate all of it yeah share us with somebody who might enjoy our sense of humor and weirdness exactly And on that note, do you be taboos? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.